a 150% rise in the Chinese government's persecution of Christians in just one year. We don't carry arms. We will not carry arms. We don't teach carrying arms. But we can call on God. Our God is bigger than human ammunition. Hey everybody, welcome back to The Fifth Seal, episode 19. I'm your host, the Evangelical Norm. The Fifth Seal is a podcast to bring awareness to the persecuted church around the world and to pray for our brothers and sisters who are persecuted for their faith in Christ. Uh, We count down the top, through the month of November, we count down the top 30 countries on Open Doors USA's World Watch List. We go through the prayer points for those countries and pray for them. And the rest of the year, we count down uh, number 50 through 31 from January to October uh, we count down the, the 50s and that's why the episode numbers go backwards it's a countdown so yesterday was 20 today's 19 tomorrow's 18 and so on and so that's just the weird little thing with the countdown going on so uh, all that being said it is Thursday November 12th and this is our update on the persecuted church around the world this from persecution.org Militants in the Democratic Republic of Congo kill at least 13 in two days. Militants believed to be part of the Allied Democratic Forces attacked civilians in the towns, town of Kisima and o- Oicha in eastern DRC. During the first of these two attacks, the groups killed seven people on Saturday, November 7th in the town of K- Kisima, according to the territorial administrator Donat Kibwana. In an interview with the Agence France Press, the attack took place at 11 p.m. and it was the ADF. He continued that this was just the initial count and that it may rise as time passed. The second attack took place on the very next day, Sunday, November 8th, in the town of Oicha. This attack claimed the lives of at least six people. These two attacks followed just a week after another major attack took place in the town of Lissasa. Over 20 people were killed during that attack, and at least one Catholic church was desecrated. This attack was also attributed to the ADF. Despite these ongoing attacks, the central government in DRC has been unable to protect their citizens in the eastern half of the country. The area of North Kivu and South Kivu are completely controlled by militia and radical groups like ADF. According to the Kivu security tracker, there are more than 100 militias like the ADF operating in this region of the country. Due to its vast landscape and the weak central government, these groups have found a lot of room to train and wreak chaos. Please pray for the citizens of DRC who are at the mercy of these groups. So the ADF, the Allied Democratic Forces, are mainly an Islamic group and they, they often target Christians. Uh, we don't, in this story here, it doesn't uh, give us specifics on whether or not these people were Christians, only that a Catholic church was desecrated, so likely a few Catholics were, were part of that attack as well. But uh, in the Democratic Republic of Congo, there, like I said, there's over 100 militias. Many of them are fundamentalist Islamic groups that uh, spend most of their time whether they're attacking each other, but going specifically going after Christians and other Muslims who have converted to Christianity. So be praying for our brothers and sisters in uh, the DRC. This also from persecution.org. Iranian intelligence agents raided 12 Christian homes 
in the city of Fardis, located near the capital city of Tehran, reports Article 18. Though none were arrested, many personal items were confiscated. Following these types of raids, it is typical for the intelligence agents to review the confiscated material and then summon the individuals for interrogation. At that point, the individual may be released with a warning or, more commonly, judicial proceedings are initiated, which are often of a national security nature. These charges carry long, long prison sentences and are meant to intimidate Christians from actively living their faith. Iran has some extremely limited protections for the faith practice of Assyrian and Armenian Christians, but refuses to acknowledge the faith practice of Persian Christians. This is because Persian Christians are Muslim background believers or converts to Christianity. Persians are born into Islam and the government maintains as su a, a, such a strict interpretation of Islam that it has left the country filled with human rights abuses. So again, Pakistan, or not Pakistan, Iran, uh, we see a lot of these raids. This is where we saw um, Saeed Ahmadini, uh, Pastor Yosef Nadarkhani, uh, many uh, Christians who uh, have been imprisoned for their faith in Christ and uh, treated very badly while they were in prison. So these people, these homes that were raided are likely to uh, be interrogated and potentially, depending on you know what they have and whether they're home churches or, or house churches or anything like that, uh, could be some of these people could be arrested and imprisoned for long periods of time. So be praying for those people in these homes that were raided uh, this last week in Iran. And that brings us to our world watch list for this week, which is number 19, Myanmar. A few facts about Myanmar: uh, the region is Asia. Persecution type is religious nationalism. Persecution level is very high. The population is 54,336,000, of which 4,322,000 are Christians. So just a small percentage there. Uh, the main religion is Buddhism. The government is a parliamentary republic. And the president, uh, the leader is President Win Myint. Pressure on Christians has slowly increased, and converts face strong pressure from their family and community. Rebel groups are active in Wa State, and many churches have been forcibly closed. Buddhist extremists maintain that to be Burmese, the majority ethnic group of Myanmar, is to be Buddhist. So there is intense pressure on all religious minorities, including Christians. The army also maintains tight control over the government in Myanmar, restricting and minimizing the rights of Christians. Communities that aim to remain Buddhist only make life for Christian families impossible by not allowing them to use community water resources. Some church groups experience opposition too, especially in rural areas or if they are known for proselytizing. Christians often meet in homes or business places, otherwise they risk losing their land and churches that could be forcibly taken. Children of Christians can also face discrimination from teachers and bullying by other children. The government tries to act against radical Buddhist monks, but sends mixed signals. In the past year, it became even clearer that radical monks enjoy the support of the army. Myanmar's score increased two points, but the country actually went down one rank on the list. This is partly because the violence score decreased slightly, even as scores in other spheres of life increased. Due to ongoing fighting, it is very difficult to obtain accurate reports on faith-based attacks against Christians and churches. 
in predominantly Christian states like Kachin State, Karen State, or in the Northern Shan, even well-established historical churches are being attacked. Fighting increased in 2018, adding thousands more to the IDP camps that are already ill-equipped to provide for the huge number of people. Due to intense fighting in Kachin and Shan State, there are more than 100,000 Christians who have been forced to flee their homes and are living in camps where they have been denied access to food and health care because they are not Buddhists. In daily life, converts are persecuted by their Buddhist, Muslim, or tribal families and communities. Christians in rural areas additionally suffer from the brutal and almost forgotten long-term war the Burmese army is fighting against insurgency groups, especially in the north. In March 2019, Human Rights Watch established a report about how predominantly Christian Kachin girls and women are trafficked and sold as brides to, China's, to China. In January and February 2019, one pastor and one church elder disappeared in Rakhini State, allegedly abducted and then killed by the insurgent Iraqan army. The elder's body was found, but the whereabouts of the pastor remain unknown. In most schools, all pupils, including non-Buddhists, are required to recite Buddhist teachings or prayers before classes begin. Converts from Buddhism are discriminated against in various ways. In one report, a teacher refused to give a student a list of questions provided to others in preparation for tests. In another case, when a family sold a plot of land, the earnings were distributed to all siblings of the family except for the convert. Some prayer points for Myanmar. Christian converts from Islam or Buddhism face strong pressure from their family, friends, and neighbors to recant their faith. Recently introduced laws have made conversion very complicated, though it is not forbidden outright. Pray for increased religious freedom. Pray that believers would have the courage and endurance to face in the face of persecution. Pray for persecuted Christian minorities that they would lovingly minister to persecuted Rohingya Muslims especially those choosing to return from exile in Bangladesh. Pray that many hearts could be open to the truth of Christ. Pray for peace in the land, peace between the Myanmar government and the Kachin Independent Army. Pray that the war would cease and the people could return to their homes. Pray for the safety and security of displaced believers. Ask God to use his church to bring provision and medical care. Let's pray. Father, we thank you again so much for this time we have to come together to raise our voices together to pray for our brothers and sisters around the world who are persecuted simply because of their faith in you lord we praise you for this medium that we have lord uh, the internet and social media where we can uh, literally come together across the span of, of large distances and even time as we come together um, and pray even at different times we are raising our voices together to to pray for our brothers and sisters Lord, I pray for um, our, our brothers and sisters in uh, the Democratic Republic of Congo. Lord, uh, these uh, attacks that are happening by the ADF, we, we just pray that you protect the Christians that are there, Lord, that um, if they're being targeted specifically because of their faith, we pray that you would bring protection, that you would, uh, that you would provide courage, um, comfort to those families that, that have lost loved ones, but, but courage to those Christians who are there that they would still be willing to proclaim their faith and, and stand firm in their faith in you, Lord, that they couldn't be pressured or uh, terrorized into recanting their faith, but that they would stand strong and firm in their, their belief and their faith in you, Jesus. 
We pray for our brothers and sisters in Iran, specifically these 12 homes that were raided this last week. Lord, I pray that as investigations are done and interrogations happen, that you would protect those Christians, um, prevent them from being arrested, prevent them from being imprisoned. Lord, let them not uh, recant or renounce their faith, but let them stand firm in their faith. But in that, Lord, we pray that you would protect them from imprisonment and that you would even use the proclamation of the gospel to draw their interrogators and their persecutors uh, to repentance and faith in you as well, Lord. We pray for our brothers and sisters in Myanmar. Lord, we pray that, that you would increase the religious freedom in this country, that even now as, as laws have changed and it makes it not illegal to convert, but very difficult to convert, from, from Buddhism or Islam to Christianity, Lord, we pray that, that you would move upon the hearts of legislators, the president, uh, the government there, and that you would uh, lift some of the, the, the pressures and uh, increase the ability to freely exercise religion there um, in Myanmar, and that those who have converted uh, would continue to be bold and, and strong in their faith, even in the face of the persecution that they endure um, regularly, Lord. We pray that um, the Christians would be salt and light in that area, Lord, that, that even the, the persecuted Muslims in that area, that they would reach out and minister to them, that they would preach the gospel to them, Lord, that you would use the, uh, the charity of the Christians to, to draw those uh, Rohingya Muslims uh, to belief in you as well, Lord, and repentance and faith. We pray that you would uh, intercede and that the wars there would cease between the government and these, uh, the Kachin Independent Army, Lord. We pray that, that you would put an end to that war and that, that all the people in the country w who have been displaced, especially the Christians, Lord, would be able to return to their home. Um, and we do pray, pray that you would use your church, that your church would step up and provide provision to those who have been displaced uh, because of war and persecution. And Father, again, we thank you for, for this time. We, we praise you for what you are doing, that you are sovereign over all of this. Lord, and as our brothers and sisters are persecuted and they are willing to continue to proclaim your truth and your gospel, that you would be glorified in that. Uh, for it is for your glory and in your name that we pray, Jesus. Amen. Again, thanks, guys, for for coming and being part of this. If you have anybody that you know that would be willing to join up, uh, invite them over to the Fifth Seal Facebook page uh, and we'll get them added into the group. Or they can go over to my YouTube channel, The Evangelical Norm on YouTube. Uh, just look up Norm Dunham or The Evangelical Norm. Subscribe there, get all the content that I release on, on that channel or you can get this wherever you get your audio podcast as well. If you don't have time to sit down and, and watch a whole video, you can download the audio version and listen and pray along with us there. You can get that Spotify, Amazon, iTunes, Google Play, wherever you get your audio podcasts, you can get the podcast there. And again, we just thank you for coming and, and being willing to lift your voice along with me uh, to pray for our brothers and sisters around the world who are persecuted because of their faith in Christ. And as always, preach the gospel at all times. Use words. They're necessary. And until tomorrow, Soli Deo Gloria.